are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. The Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. I'm sorry. My brain is fried. <laughs> um, got a great show tonight. We're talking about players that we need to acquire right now. So starting, my co-host, like always, we got Pork Man. How's it going, Pork? Doing great. Uh, got pretty much fried out from uh, – your brain got fried. I got fried out at work. It's 104 degrees in the truck. So, But I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to, to get the info. Yeah, keep it in mind. I work with a bunch of idiots too, so yeah, easier. So, uh, joining us after a slight hey, we got Shevin. What's good, Chev? Doing well, man. Pork man, I hope you had that water stocked up and ready to go, man. It sounded like it was a rough <laughs> one. Drinking water all day, bud. Oh, do they let you take water to drink or? Yeah, yeah, they give us like a case of water. I drink about like three liters of water a day, so. Needless to say, I'm just pissing all day long. <laughs> you gotta stay hydrated. You, you have to. You don't have a choice. Yeah, you have to. Uh, uh, joining us is a tall glass of water right here. We got Nate Christian. See that segue right there? We got Nate Christian. How's it going, Nate? Yeah, I'm trying to get uh, tickets to, to ride along with pork because it's like basically a sauna, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm losing weight, bro. I'm looking chiseled. Man, if I need to go to the spa, I just go ride along with pork on his deliveries. Fine with that. Summer yeah. by 2022 coming at your <laughs> <laughs> just, like, God, We're working for next summer already, man. <laughs> or I just gave up on this summer, apparently. It's basically like uh, Debbie weight loss. You're already looking ahead. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Debbie weight loss. So today we're going to be talking about some players that we need to acquire. Get on our rosters right now. You know, guys that we think. Uh, and I, I don't know how you guys did it. So I kind of went with the. Uh, I always slightly try to go for some value because. Your fantasy matchups are not always won. Your starting lineups sometimes about acquiring these guys for good value. Um, so I'll tell you what, Chef, we're going to start with you. Haven't seen you in a little bit, so I want to hear what you got to say. Who's somebody that you're trying to acquire right now? Yeah, and this is a guy that I've probably talked about more than anybody on the Bears offense, it seems like. So Darnell Mooney is a great value buy. I mean, we bought him in our Dynasty Owner League, I believe, for – 202-12 and a 312, and we got Gabriel Davis alongside that. So, I mean, really? it's a heck of a deal. Yeah. And I mean, if you can get Darnell Mooney at that value, uh, man, the sky is the limit for that guy. He was missed on so many deep passes last season. His route running seems very crisp, and he seems to be uh, very liked by that offensive coordinator. So, uh, we'll see if he's there next season for offensive coordinator wise, but Darnell Mooney has a lot of potential to. Uh, beat out his value for this upcoming season. If you're getting him at 212, uh, there's not too much value, it seems like, going into the end of the second round. So if you can get a guy that established himself, I believe he had 700 yards or so, and he's in an offense with an upgraded QB, uh, I'm definitely excited for that guy. And uh, Maybe it's just a Bear fan in me. I don't know. (laughs) Question before we move on, though. You mentioned Gabriel Davis, and he was a guy that I consider putting on my list. When the Bills signed Emmanuel Sanders – I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying, 
Gabriel Davis is dead. It's like, did you guys watch Emmanuel Sanders play last year? Like, I think Gabriel Davis long term is going to be just fine. So I, we could all agree on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think <clears throat> so actually, I had both those guys on my list. Yeah, I had yeah, Mooney on my list because right now, I just actually retweeted this about half an hour ago. Um, Donald Mooney is going at wide receiver 63 in Dynasty. That is insane. Oh, my. I mean, he's he's the clear number two on that team. Mm-hmm. And the team has bought into him. We keep hearing everyone talk about him. And the beat reporters, the coaches, the players, they all talk about how good Mooney is. He was open all the time last year. Just didn't have a quarterback could hit him. And now we got an upgrade with Andy Dalton to start the season, but we got a big <laughs> upgrade with Justin Fields later on. Huge upgrade. Looking long term, you know. So, I mean, Donald, Donald Mooney showed up last year, and then he got mm-hmm. Justin Fields in this draft. How is he wide receiver sixty three? I have no Makes idea. No sense. If you're not buying him right now, there's a big problem. This, I mean, you've got to find the value. And if you can find a guy that's the 63rd wide receiver that scored a seven, or he had 700 receiving yards, probably like four, five, six touchdowns, like the sky is the limit for him in this upcoming season. Justin Fields had a nice little deep ball. I think he was just behind Zach Wilson by a hair. So, I mean, they went out, they got a guy that they believe in, and hopefully by the end of the season we'll see uh, that pay off for the Bears. Yeah, at wide receiver 63, you're saying that this guy is a wide receiver six. Oof, I mean, he's, he's I'm not going to say he's going to be like a wide receiver two. I don't think the Bears offense has that kind of volume. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be a really strong flex on your team. Right. And he's cheap. Yeah. And again, when we're talking about these lists, we're not saying that every guy's going to be a wide receiver one, running back one. Mm-hmm. You know, you need mm-hmm. first plays, you need wide receiver twos, running back twos, all the good stuff. And who's to say that Justin Fields doesn't start the season as the starting quarterback? Remember when the Seahawks signed Matt Flynn to that big deal? They drafted Russell Wilson, and then Matt Flynn never saw the field. I don't know if he ever, ever. played football again, yeah, to be honest with I you. I don't think so. That one good Monday night game for the Packers, and that got mm-hmm. him all this money. But mm-hmm. man, sitting pretty with that nice bank account better than mine. Uh, shout out to Nate Markham from Fantasy and Frames chiming in saying, what's up? What's going on, Nate? Uh, Nate is a fantastic IDP mind, does uh, fantasy baseball stuff for Fantasy and Frames if you're inclined to that. I'm not. I think baseball is kind of boring. Sorry. Um, that's just it me. So, <laughs> although, go Phillies, whatever. So yes. um, let's move on. Pork, who do you got? Somebody you want to acquire? All right, so I've been um, noticing – well, I've been doing, of course, a ton of best balls this year because I'm a fantasy football degenerate. And it's been this guy that just keeps falling down. And he played really well last year. He kind of had like a black eye until he was actually able to show that he can do the job. Uh, I'm talking about Ronald Jones. And so I think, honestly, he's a great value. When he had the ball last year, he played very well. And people would talk about how Leonard Fournette, how good he was in the playoffs. But the only reason he was in is because Ronald Jones got hurt. And Ronald Jones was running hard and out the tackles and was actually catching the ball, which was kind of crazy to me because he couldn't catch anything at all. So when you have the, the trust of B.A. giving you the rock on third down, first and second down, you're mm-hmm. good to go. And – I think Leonard Fournette is getting slightly overdrafted just due to those final four games of the year in the playoffs. And he did play well. I give him that. But Ronald Jones clearly outperformed him. So I don't see that changing in a regular season if they're both healthy. 
What about Keyshawn Vaughn? Are we buying him? <laughs> nah. No. Uh, because also Gerald Bernard is there too. This is true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nate, who you got for us? So this is gonna come at no surprise, but this guy is not in the top 100 um on Superflex ADP from D- DLF. Um he's actually 101, and that is LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> um <laughs> he's going at wide receiver 34. Okay. I think LaVisca Chenault is a top 24 dynasty wide receiver at this point. Um, his ability and you no know, Twitter is hyping him up right now because he had an incredible OTA, apparently making some incredible, mm-hmm. you know, the beat reporters are really hyping him up this week, but it's nothing we didn't know. I mean, this guy, I mean, I know pork has his injury concerns, but That's outside of that, really we all know that he's super athletic. We all know that he can dominate before the catch, after the catch, he's physical. He can run after the catch. He's strong hands. You know, apparently he's worked a lot on his route running. He's got Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback now. DJ Chark's in a contract year. I mean, just too many factors go into LaVisca Chenault that he has everything to become a top wide receiver in the NFL and in fantasy. And, I mean, the Jaguars' defense is going to give the offense plenty of volume. So I'm buying LaVisca everywhere because I think – He's not going to be any cheaper a year from now, two years from now. He's just going to get better and better. He's going to become more of a hot commodity. Now's the time to buy him because I think a couple of weeks into NFL season, he's going to be way too expensive for you to acquire him. Way too expensive. I, I agree with that. So, from 101 to 101. Yeah. Next also, <laughs> Urban Meyer loves LaVisca Chenault. Urban Meyer does not seem to love DJ Chark as much. What do, you guys, what do you guys think about Marvin Jones? I know Mike likes Marvin Jones. I feel like he could have a pretty big season too with Lawrence there. Just saying. I do like Marvin Jones, and I think I think Marvin Jones is going to be just a solid guy. I don't think he's going to be anything special. He's at that point mm. in his career where, you know, he's a, he's a solid football signing, more of a mentor to the younger guys. Yeah. Doesn't move the needle much for fantasy, but there's going to be times later in the season when you got to pick somebody up off the waivers. You, you know, obviously, if you're in a redraft league, he might not be rostered. And he's a guy you could pluck in and play, and you can probably feel better about it than some other guys. So and I, that, I think he's perfect, perfect for best ball as well. Uh-huh. If you can, if you obviously you don't have to plug him in and plug him in for you, but he'll have he'll have some good games for you for that, and can put you over the top for some weeks, maybe like two or three weeks. They mark him saying Daryl Bevel try to get him the ball from familiarity. Uh, I don't know what Daryl Bevel, but he doesn't run the ball at the one yard line in the Super Bowl, so. <laughs> Who's to say sure what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of my guys here, I'm I'm trying to get Naheem Hines everywhere I can. Mm-hmm. I think Naheem Hines, like I like him in Dynasty. I especially love him in Best Ball. And obviously, this number is going to change. He did finish as the running back 15 last year in PPR scoring. He got an upgrade at quarterback. Um, Marlon Mack doesn't scare me. I don't think Marlon Mack is even a Colt when the season starts. I feel like he gets traded. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, you know, guys like CMC, Saquon, they're going to come in. They're going to alter the running back scoring. But it's, I still think he could be a mid to low end running back, too. He's going to be fine. Also, honorable mention on that team, for some reason, people are like off on Michael Pittman Jr. all of a sudden, which I don't understand at all. Not smart. I don't get that either. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, Michael Pittman's just bad now. And I'm like, uh, I mean, my roster would love to have all the Michael yeah. Pittman. <laughs> I'll take them. It's, is it because he was not T. Higgins last year? I like Pretty I don't much. get T. Higgins. I think you gotta 
So I think I, I think with with somebody like him, you kind of have to you have to buy low when the con- when consensus is like that, because you're gonna you listen to one person and say Jerry Judy is bad because he had a bad year last year. Yeah, buy him low now because you know he's freaking good. I, exactly, but the thing is, yeah. they they had bad not. They didn't necessarily have bad quarterbacking last year, but Phillip Rivers didn't have an arm. We talked about that last year, and everybody knew that. It wasn't conducive. Now they have a quarterback with an arm. Frank Wright can hopefully, you know, fix Carson Wentz, and and he can get him the ball, and you, you'll see that progression come along. Yeah, I It's mean, not – I'm sorry, Chef, but the connection that uh, Wentz and Jeffrey had, that could be replicated here, and it wasn't anything super yeah. spectacular, but it was definitely exactly. stoppable in fantasy. Yeah. Chef, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy to come into the NFL and be a wide receiver one or two. These guys like Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins, these guys played out of their minds their rookie season. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look, there's one or two people probably in each class that were wide receiver one or wide receiver two in their groups. So you got to let these guys develop a little bit. I mean, it's just like tight ends. Like they get to year three, then they bust out. So, I mean, you got to wait on these guys just a little bit longer, I think. If, you, if somebody's selling Michael Pittman right now for a second-round pick, just like they are Mooney and whatnot, you better smash on it and get it quickly. Yeah. Yep. I think Pittman is like the perfect Carson Wentz wide receiver. You said it, Mike. Like, mm-hmm. he just seems like a guy that's, that Wentz is going to like a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't, T.Y. Hilton doesn't do anything for me. Paris Campbell's there. But Paris Campbell, unfortunately, as much as I love the guy, he's always hurt. So, yeah, yeah the receiving core is not really that great i think Pittman is the guy they have michael stretch and i think his name is um, zach pascal don't sleep on pascal you're right they do have zach pascal can pull how many times did i say start zach pascal last year too you did <laughs> i guess just a guy that, like no one cares about pascal but like he's he very sneakily like solid yeah he'd be like here's 50 yards and a touchdown and you're like thanks appreciate you I'll take it yeah chef let's roll back to you my man yeah, this this next guy I have I'm going to talk about kind of seems to be forgotten in the fantasy community. Austin Eckler, I have not seen very much talk about throughout this last year. I know he didn't finish as RB1 or RB2 last season, but he ended up getting nine receptions in five or six games last season. And you throw in them get upgrading their offensive line, uh, I think Austin Eckler is in for a big probably RB1 season, I would imagine. Uh, especially with all the uh, completions he's going to be getting out of the backfield. I just think it's a match made heaven. You got Justin Herbert who can just sling it and then they go up and uh, upgrade the offensive line. I don't see how he doesn't have a big year. Um, And mostly the RB ones are the ones that catch the passes these days. So be looking for Austin Eckler to be a sneaky little value who seems to be forgotten uh, since his injury. Yeah, no, I like that a lot too. And you know, Talk about RB1s being receiving backs here. I feel like the day the true bell cow is over. And I really feel yeah. like the best way to build the dynasty roster is with stud wide receivers and receiving backs. Yeah. Najee's going to have something to say about this, I think. Well, okay. <laughs> there, are, there are a couple. There's only <laughs> like a few. Like you count on one hand. Oh, yeah. That yeah. You would, that, that's like that. That's back here for Zeke, by the way. I feel it coming. Hundred percent, big yeah. time. Everyone's, everyone's really down on him. To go ahead, get Zeke. It seems like right now. I mean, I, I saw someone. I don't believe this. They got him in the fifth round of a dynasty startup. What? I don't know if Yikes. I believe. I'm like, I want to see that draft board. That seems. How can what you let? Him, how how can you let him fall? 
that far. So, um, I believe we went to pork next, if I'm correct. Yeah, so um, I'm going to continue to pound the table on this guy. You already know who it is. Dan Jefferson, come on down. You're the next contestant on the pork is right. Yeah. Listen, Sean McVay had a press conference this past week talking about how good he looked in practice. I understand he's the third receiver, but now he has a good quarterback, a really good quarterback. Is he quarterback the third receiver? Pork? He is the third receiver. It's not the Sean Jackson because he's going to get hurt. Tutu Atwell is the backup kick returner. Because <laughs> they know if he catches the ball, gets tackled, he's going to get injured. But Sean McVay loves this guy. I don't know. I, I understand why he's not going to retire, Mister Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sean McVay uh, loves this guy a lot, and he can see in practice that he's getting better. If he's getting better with his route running, he's going to get open. And Matthew Stafford loves throwing to big body receivers. Not saying that he's Calvin Johnson or anything, because that would be out of this world. That'd be stupid for me to say. But he can make contested catches and he's going to get open downfield. And I think that's going to be a really, really good attribute for that offense. Um, it's going to open stuff up, some other stuff up too, because, you know, Cup is going to get open and people are going to be looking for woods underneath. So I think that downfield stuff is going to be there for him this year. So he's going to take over that Josh Reynolds role. And because, you know, he was better than Josh Reynolds last year other than the Michaels fan. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like him a lot. Didn't Reynolds outscore him last year? Just out of curiosity. It's because he got more snaps. Mm-hmm. Don't they usually play better. the better player? No, he was better. Okay. okay. Um, Goddard, Goddard outscored uh, our boy Ertz. So, I mean, yeah, he did. did. <sighs> got me drunk that night. We remember that. So, uh, everybody. <laughs> everybody. We don't remember that. I don't know. <laughs> some some of us do, some of us don't. Robert Woods is 29. Yeah, so he's he's making a good deal of money. That could be a contract that the Rams look to get out of within a year or two, and then Van Jefferson could slide right in. Not saying he's their wide receiver one, but Cup Woods getting towards their late twenties. So there's yeah, a couple well, of last, years last from now, year, Van Jefferson's going to be in his late twenties. He's not. <laughs> he's thirties, mid twenties now. So we got. Time. I think he's like twenty. I think he's what 24, 25 now. We should now, but but think of it this way Terry McLaurin came out at the same age as freaking Van Jefferson did, so you can shut your pie hole. All right, Van Jefferson, the next McLaurin. (laughs) I'll take it. What do you guys think about Higby this season? I don't know. I just don't. Higby, he had that flash in the pan type stuff, and then you haven't heard from him since. He had that one good game when he clapped the Eagles. And other than that, that was it. That was the Miles Sanders Miles Sanders fumble on the opening drive. Gave yeah. it right right over to Goff. Goff chucks it in the corner of the end zone for Higby with nobody on him, by the way, Jim Schwartz. Thank you. I'm a buy Bryson Hopkins guy. This is not one of my guys, but if you can get Bryson Hopkins now, because I don't think Higby's anything. I'm not a Higby That's truther cool. by any means. I like Gerald Everett better, who I think is going to be fine in Seattle, by the way. Mm-hmm. I like that landing spot for him. But Higby, again, getting older, could be Bryson Hopkins. Nate, who do you got next? Yeah, um, real quick, though. I don't think it's Higby. I don't think it's Bryson Hopkins. I think it's Jacob Harris. No. I think Jacob Harris, fourth-round pick, converted wide receiver to tight end. Um, I saw that he had a good, good practice today. Um, 
not the guy I was going to talk about, but I just want to throw his name out there. You know, he's definitely one to watch. You know, I'm with you. Big, man. fast guy. See if he can see if he can catch the ball. That's the big question with him. Um, but we'll see. Um, the guy I like to grab right now um, in super flex leagues is Sam Darnold. I think everyone's sleeping on Sam Darnold. He's going pretty late for a quarterback. And if you look at how the Carolina Panthers passed up on Justin Fields because they got Sam Darnold, they invested into him with some draft picks. They traded for him. So you think, okay, well, he's going to play this year, but if he's not good, he's only a one-year rental, right? No. The Panthers picked up Sam Darnold's fifth-year contract option. So they've got him guaranteed for that second year, like $20 million, 18.5, I think, something like that. So they're invested in Sam Darnold for two years. And Joe Brady can do a lot with a player in two years. And they Mm -hmm. got a good team around DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall. I love the receiving core. Shia Smith as a wide receiver four. I love that too. They're going to put the ball out there. They're going to pass the ball, dump off CMC. Sam Darnold is going to absolutely outplay his ADP. Mm -hmm. And if if you need a quarterback too, or you're rebuilding and you just want to flip some quarterbacks and get some younger guys, Sam Darnold is absolutely a guy you should take a gamble on. He's got two years to show up for the Panthers. He might not. I mean, he's been a roller coaster of a player. But we've seen some players get away from Adam Gase and be very, very good. Sam Darnold could be the next Ryan Tannehill. You know, he's at his price, he's worth taking a shot on. Even if you're not super buying into Sam Darnold, he's going – like he's one of the last starting quarterbacks to come off the board. I'm all over him in Superflex Leagues. Yeah, I mean, you got to think the Jets did absolutely zero things to help that man out while he's with the Jets. He did catch mono and saw some ghosts, but this <laughs> offense is 5,000 times better of anything the Jets threw on the field. Nenzo Mims, I'm sorry, but you haven't done anything yet. Show it. You know, and also I want a Jets fan to come in here in the chat and tell me why – Replacing Todd Bowles with Adam Gase was a good idea because that team was at least competitive when Todd Bowles was the head coach. You're telling me that you couldn't have had a shot in the AFC East waiting it out with Todd Bowles, building that roster, let Sam Darnold develop. Now Brady's gone. Get your chance. Instead, you're rebuilding again. Again. I mean, I I honestly feel bad for Jets fans. I do. I don't feel bad for a lot of people or a lot of things. I feel bad for Jets fans. Also would love to see the Bills win the Super Bowl. But you know who I don't – actually, do you know who I feel the worst for? Anybody that plays against your guys' team in the expert division in DynastyHunter.com. I'm going to tell you why. Fantasy Sports was created to give participants the GM experience of a sports franchise – But as fantasy sports became more mainstream with more accessibility to player information, it became more about who got lucky in the draft and who got to the waiver wire fast enough to pick up a player. Traditional fantasy sports lacks reality and rewards luck. It's not realistic to only focus on player performance and to not consider contracts. Do NFL teams assemble their rosters without contracts? Of course not. What if you could create a game that was more like the real NFL? Allow me to introduce you to DynastyOwner.com. Dynasty Owner incorporates salary cap and assigns players to real-life NFL contracts. It is no longer all about player performance. Every contract matters. The 2021 season for Dynasty Owner has just begun. And starting at $29, you can play a fantasy game that lets you face similar decisions that NFL general managers and owners face. So start your dynasty today at DynastyOwner.com. 
Rookie drafts have already begun in fourth, and you can do startup drafts between now and September 10th, I believe. He said, what's funny? What, did I do something weird? Nah, man, you did no. everything perfect. Pork man's just being weird in the chat, man. So. <laughs> but, no, you know what? These people need to start drafting in our league. That's all I'm going to say. I'm mm-hmm. ready to make a pick. Oh, are they they taking their time? Yeah, yeah I think just a lot of people aren't they're, – they're not, you know, realizing how good the platform actually is for a dynasty owner. So I think people should really sign up and see, you know, how good it is because it's actually fun dealing with the salary cap making trades within the salary cap and trying to make stuff fit and using your uh, amnesty. If you have somebody you don't want anymore, you can cut them for, for less money. So everybody, please sign up. It's it's fun. And, and all the people that's in charge are hella cool as well. Tim is the guy I talked to. He's awesome. I love Tim. Also just mm-hmm. want to say a big thank you to dynasty owner, our longest running sponsor. Um, really appreciate you guys and everything that you've done to help us grow. We like helping you grow as well. So, um, who are we back to now? I think it's your boy. Yeah, you can talk to me. Uh, hmm. I have a ton, a whole lot, actually. Yeah, I know. I saw um, your list before the show. <laughs> I got a whole list. I got a list of uh, kind of- all 32 teams. Uh, man. Okay. So, somebody to buy if you can. I think he's going to take over the backfield right away because I don't think Melvin Gordon is good at all. It's Javante Williams. Um, he's a really good running back, like really, really good. And I think he fits really well with that with that offense. Hold on, Pork. I got to stop. You don't think Melvin Gordon's got anything left in the tank at all? I think I honestly think his knees is cooked, bro. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Remember we had Garrett on for that Patreon episode a little while ago? He said that he had Javante as his running back one in this class, even over Najee Harris. So mm-hmm. there's something to that. Sorry to cut you off. I just I wanted to ask you about Melvin Gordon. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Melvin, to me, I don't think – I think he he got overpaid. We all knew it was an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Why you put Nate on? He's not there. I don't know. It's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, Javante is uh, – he's a really good back. Quick. He kind of reminds me of uh, um, David Montgomery. So if they can give him a line and he can bounce off of players, <clears throat> bounce off of defenders, and do what he did in UNC um, with Michael Carter behind him, uh, I see him flourishing and possibly be an RB2 this year for that offense. See, I think Melvin Gordon will handle the backfield at the beginning of the season. They're like the first five or six weeks, and then I think after that, Melvin Gordon will get his annual injury for the season and try mm-hmm. to battle through that for the whole year. And then I think Javante comes in and hopefully takes it. Hopefully he doesn't pull a Royce Freeman on us, man. God, he was oh, – Royce oh. was terrible. Royce. So much potential mm. for Royce. Yeah. And it was, I mean, a, it was a lot of people buying, like, taking him early, like in oh, yeah. startups, without rookies, without rookie drafts. And it was yeah. uh, not pretty. So we're going to kick it back to me. I actually think that – uh I got passed over last time, which is fine. This is going to sound weird, but you got to think about it. You're going to say, Mike, you're an idiot at first, but the more you think, the better it sounds. I'm buying <laughs> hate everywhere I can. Um, I know that you're big Kyle Pitts, and that's great. Hayden Hurst is not a bad tight end. He's actually really good if you watch him play. I know his stats mm-hmm. don't always show it, but everyone's thinking, and I think the problem with fantasy is this. We get too stuck on one train of thought. Julio Jones left. 
who's the next wide receiver to step up? What if the next just receiver isn't necessarily a wide receiver? What if the next, you know, person in the tier is actually a tight end? So Kyle Pitts steps up, maybe they split him out wide, maybe Atlanta runs more two tight end sets. And mm-hmm. I think the problem too is, and this also goes towards your drafting as well and trading. You, you just, you're too focused on one trade of thought. You're too focused on wide receiver running back. When, why would you want to take a running back three, wide receiver three, when you could have tight end two, wide receiver two? So don't just get too stuck into positional holdings, I guess you can call it. I think mm-hmm. Hayden Nurse is going to be fine. And it could be one of those things too. Maybe Kyle Pitts comes out, has some rookie jitters. You know, maybe Matt Ryan is a guy that wants to stick with a veteran for a while. So maybe Hayden Hurst comes out, smashes early. And if you want to move him, then you move him. And I think Nate does not like my analysis here because he came back <laughs> with a shitty grin on his face. I thought he was frozen. I thought so, too. A little bit of side eye. <laughs> Dude, you look like a villain in a Disney movie right now. And I would know because we're watching all of them against my will. My toddler. Is it the mustache? A little the bit. mustache, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nate, do you have comments on my Hayden Hurst take? No, I actually think he's probably a decent tight end, but they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, so they don't really care about using him. I think you know he's pretty much over Hayden Hurst tour. I was all aboard last year, but it's falling apart. It's one of those things. Kyle Pitts is there. It's a smart football move to take him for the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, Russell Gage is a good option, too. I mean, he's not a terrible player. I would be somebody that I would be looking to draft late uh, in your startups to give you possible option at a wide receiver three, wide receiver four numbers this season. Yeah, maybe basketball. Best ball, Olamide's Zacchaeus, too. A little deep deep threat type of guy for a best ball dynasty for sleeper or if you want to draft for underdog as well. I think it would be a good uh, thing for them as well. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I kind of got out of the rotation here So somebody give me a player that they're buying Alright, I'll give you a tight end I'm buying It is Adam Trotman Because it's just Just too easy I mean, I don't care if it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston I mean, if it's Jameis Winston, it's it's to the moon Even Taysom Hill, though I mean, Trotman's going to be the third Most targeted player on that team I feel like Traquan Smith has not shown up so far I mean, you got what Marquez Callaway out there, who some of us, you know, are trying to gamble on. But yeah. it's Michael Thomas, it's Alvin Kamara, and then it's nobody. So Trumman has just a chance as anybody else. And in tight end premium leagues, he could see a lot of targets. He could see a lot of catches. You know, he could make a lot of people very happy in fantasy football. And the thing about Trumman is he's not just, you know, a, a catching wide receiver. He's not just a pass catcher. He actually graded out really, really well as a run blocker last year. So he's going to see the field a lot. He'll be on the field a ton this year. Um, be used in play action. He'll be put out wide in the slot and stuff. I think they're going to, the Saints are going to use him everywhere. I think he's going to be a guy that Sean Payton tries to get the ball to. Um, so I think he's a guy that now is the time to buy. I think he kind of breaks out this year. And he's going to probably be – if he's a young, exciting option on a Saints offense – I mean, next year he could be a top 12 tight end off the board, you know, in Dynasty League. So I think now's a good time to buy. I just want to touch on that. You talk talking about Adam Troutman here. There was a tight end. We, uh, we thought Pork and I talked about on a Patreon show a little while back. I said he was like, is he Adam Troutman? Is he Colby Parkinson? You want to find out who that is? <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Line. 
tons of great content over there. Five bucks a month, you get to hang out with us. It's the best thing in the world. True. Or maybe not. It is. True. It is. <laughs> you made it sound like it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it really is fun, though. Like, I, it, we, no, it's a good time. It is. It is. We're it is a good time. time. Come hang out with us. We're going to talk trades. We're going to you know, get a cool group chat. You get some bonus content. It's awesome. Rankings. You also leagues. get bonus podcast. Leagues. That's true. Do I have to run those leagues or be in them? Nope. Maddie's no. going to get that even better. Maddie's <laughs> great with that stuff. Um, listen, before we get to the next player that we want to buy, I just want to talk to you guys real quick. Another one of our sponsors, Underdog Fantasy. Talking about best ball a little bit more. So I'm in my first best ball league. I did start um, an underdog league, which I tweeted out, and I have one person joined so far. So 10 more, and we'll get this thing rolling. It's a $3 league, but I just want to say, hey, what is the worst thing in fantasy football? Seeing a player that you didn't start go off on your bench and costing you a win easily takes the cake. Please keep in mind, I did not write this. Bob Van Duzer did. So if you don't like it, at Bob Van underscore IDP, make sure you tell me about it. Jeez. Now there's a new way to play where your best players really start and your duds stay on the bench where they belong. Best ball eve. I didn't write this. Underdog Fantasy has you covered. Underdog Fantasy is the new best ball platform where you can turn your knowledge and competitive edge into winnings. Draft once, sit back, and enjoy the ride as your optimal lineup will automatically start each week. No waivers, no trades, just drafts. So sign up today using the code RewindAnd and then you make a deposit. You receive a $25 kickback to play. Not ready for fantasy football? That's okay. They also have drafts and daily pickums right now featuring the MLB, NBA, and NHL. So join Underdog Fantasy today using the promo code Rewind. The link is in the description. So if it's not, again, at Bob Van underscore IDP and tell him that you are looking for that link that is supposed to be in the description. So somebody, you got about 10 minutes or so left. Give me another player to buy. Yeah, I'll go. But, Mike, that was not the worst read-through you've had about balls before. I'll just say that, okay? Thanks. So don't don't be dissing on my man, Bob. Okay? Yeah, that's yeah. probably the truest True. thing that I've ever heard on this podcast. Yeah, I've heard you say some some pretty cool things about balls. But we're going to go we're gonna go with another wide receiver who I think maybe not this season would be the perfect buy, but next season he could see uh, some huge upside, and that's going to be Michael Gallup. So Michael Gallup is coming off two 100, uh, 100, 100 target seasons. Uh, he gets Dak Prescott back in an offense that is already loaded with talent with CD and Amari. Uh, and next season, he is going to be a free agent. So he is somebody that could move to a new team uh, and definitely flourish. And I think he could possibly go over probably 800 yards this season. I think he's got a good chance with the coverage that's going to be coming off of him going to CD and Amari. Uh, I mean, he's a deep ball threat that Dak seemed to really like uh, last season before the injury and then the year before where uh, Michael Gallup really flourished. So I think Dak getting hurt last season really threw off his mojo, but he still did see 100 targets, and he still did uh, get about five touchdowns, I believe. So he's somebody that I want to buy this season uh, and really hope next season he lands on a good team that uh, needs a wide receiver. Yep. I'd love mm-hmm. to see Gallup go somewhere else where he could show to, that he could be an alpha. Because I think he can. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people when they drafted CD Lamb, they're like, "Oh, what are they drafting this guy for? They have Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup." <laughs> CD Lamb's pretty good. Yeah. Yes, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. The then. So, anyone have anyone else? I'm gonna say one other guy. I'm trying to get. He's really cheap right now. Jacoby Myers. 
The Patriots' offense is a crapshoot at every single position. Like, you don't even know what quarterback you want for this year. You don't know what running back you want forever. You don't know what wide receiver you want. And you don't even know what tight end you want, really. So, like, it's just a crapshoot. But I think Jacoby Myers, I think he's the best wide receiver on the team right now. I mean, all this competition is just like wide receiver three from other teams. And Jacoby Myers, he showed out at the end of last year with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I think he's a, he's a guy that can play out of the slot. He can play outside. He has great hands. And he gets great separation. You know, he's a guy that Cam Newton obviously had some chemistry with. And all the other wide receivers on this team, other than, you know, the very inefficient Nikhil Harry, <laughs> are, free, are guys who came over from free agency. So Jeez. they don't have that chemistry right now. Jacoby Myers has that chemistry with Cam Newton. I think Mac Jones, once he starts, will also have great chemistry with Jacoby Myers because he gets open. He creates separation, and that's what Mac Jones likes. Mac Jones, he, he likes throwing to guys who are open. We saw that at Alabama. So I think Myers is a great pickup right now. You can get him – I mean, I would say a third, but you probably can get him for even less than that. I mean, he's yeah. super cheap. I think his ADP is almost 300. So, I mean, he's a guy that you can just throw in and on trade. And I think he's a wide receiver one of the Patriots this year. I think he leads the team in targets. I think he leads the team probably in receiving yards as well. And, hey, that's – I mean, it's, it's a low-volume offense, but that's going to be a very – it's going to be a solid flex. I think it starts as a low-volume offense. I don't think it ends as one. Mm-hmm. I think when Max, once Mac Jones gets in there, it's going to look a lot better. Yeah. So, let's see. But um, Philo Michael Piran, because I love him. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I got to say, I mean, I knew, I knew Pork was going to say Van Jefferson, so I just had to come in here with Of course. I, I said Lamisca, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah we all we all said our guys. Jeff said yeah. Mooney. Go get Justin Jefferson right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, and if you do, can you let me know what it took to get him? I'm just curious. You know what I mean? Like, because there obviously these are guys we want. Like, we want Justin Jefferson. We want DK. We want Patrick Mahomes and CMC. I want to see what the value is on these guys. So if you're pulling these trades off, you could DM them to me at Rewind CEO. You could DM the show at Dynasty Rewind. We would love to see. We'd love to see what you're getting these guys for. We're interested. You know, we could bring it up on the show. We could talk about it, of course. Whatever you want to do, that's what we're here for. But, um, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I really – there's just a few guys that I'm targeting right now because I always I always try to go for value. So, um, if we don't have anything else, Chef – I'll just do one more. Um, I, I guess maybe it was because it's rookie fever. Um, but uh, me and Mike were watching some film and – I think I'm a little bit smitten of Amir Smith Marset. I think I need a lot of shares of him. I've been trying to just throw him in a little bit of everything, and uh, I'm gonna try to get him in Dynasty owner if we can. If nobody drafts him, because I know nobody's paying attention anyway. (laughs) But uh, but uh, Adam Thielen, he's 30 years old. He's getting older, Um, and a combination of him and Justin Jefferson, Irv Smith, and Dalvin Cook. He and he can get open really well. I need I need parts everywhere. So I would yep. try to get him as cheap as you can now before he plays, because when he's plays, he's going to eat. Yeah, I mean we might be able to draft him week two of the NFL, probably be fourth round, <laughs> fifth round pick in our dynasty owner little draft. So we'll see. <laughs> what do you guys think about Cole Komet? I've seen a lot of hype on for him this season. I, Jimmy I, Graham is still there. See, I'm not really biting into the sauce right now. 
I'm kind of kind of laying low on him, man. You bite on sauce. Oh, buy him now. <laughs> Get him now, because you know that third year breakout's coming. So now's the time yeah. if you can. Hmm. If you can, right? I don't see why you couldn't. <laughs> you know, I, I like him a lot. I mean, I I don't know if I would have drafted him there if I was the Bears, but I think he could be pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, especially when you got a tight end playing quarterback. You should have just moved him down. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Yeah, at that That's point. What do. It's going to wrap up our players to buy. So, Chef, why don't you go ahead and lead us out for the evening, man? All right. So, my verse is going to be in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And I think a lot of this uh, involves other people enduring it with you. Uh, There's a lot of people that are going to be going through the same thing as you, uh, whether you have thoughts of suicide, uh, pornography, whatever your sin may be. uh, There's always somebody else that's going through it and struggling with something that you're probably struggling with as well. Uh, So um, reach out to people. If, If it's something you can relate to, help somebody out. If it's something you can't relate to, Hey, it's just not your time to help that person out. You can't relate with their situation. So uh, relate with what you can relate with. Uh, If you can't relate with it, find somebody that can help them out. I mean, there's a lot of people that are listening. There's a lot of people that are being tempted each day. Uh, If you need somebody to talk to, we're always free and we're always open. There's a lot of good people on Twitter as well. If you just need to reach out to somebody that way. So uh, when you're tempted, you're not alone. Don't forget that God's with you and you have a lot of people around you that are in your corner still. All right, Chef. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, until next time we see everybody, Chef, why don't you tell them where you, they can find you on Twitter? Yeah, so you can find me at Chef Boyardee, boy with an I. All right. And Nate, how about yourself? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Nate NFL. All right. Pork. You can find me on Twitter at FF Porkman. That's it. Usually, when you say your name, you go and also, and then you. <laughs> no, no, I was wondering. <laughs> no, no was but for I'll sign up for the Patreon. Do it. That's now, right. Now today, sign There's gonna up. be a lot of stuff coming. A yeah. lot. We have a lot of great stuff coming up the pipe, and I'm actually gonna dust <laughs> off my my writing pen, and I'm gonna break out some articles soon too. I've got one in the works right now. So oh, wow. you, you, the, you got the little ink dotter. <laughs> With this. It's got the feather. <laughs> the feather. Big rounds, and that's that's how we roll here at the Bauer household. But until then, you can find me on Twitter at Rewind CEO. I'd much rather you follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. Hit up the Patreon, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. We got it all. And until next time, everybody, be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind.